All human thought, all science, all religion is the holy direction of the vast parts. But someday we seem to get that associated knowledge or open such terrifying vistas of reality and of our frightful stars rise back to the clouds flee from the deadly lights into the peace and safety of a new dark age. Although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we'll be playing Session 9 of Heartless and Loveland, written by Braden Farvash, me, and published by Stars Are Right. This is an original homebrew scenario, available for purchase through our drive through RPG catalogue. You can also find it through our website at starsaright.com. We're going to continue to play through the whole scenario here, so spoilers ahead. But if you are enjoying listening to it and decide to run it for your gaming group, please share your experiences on our social media with the hashtag Stars Are Right. And listen up, keepers and scenario writers, if you have a draft or an idea for a scenario and you want to share it with the world, but you need some extra help bring it to life, then get in touch with us. We offer editing, polishing, illustration, formatting and publishing so we can turn your scenario into a beautiful professional standard PDF that you'll be proud to put on sale. You can even help people hear about it by getting us to play it here on the podcast like we're doing right now. You can find more info on our website. Just look for the publishing section. So let's get into it. How are you all playing and who are you today? How? I'm uh, Jeremy McDermott, and I am so excited to use this bow and arrow. That's out of character. Jeremy's very scared for his parents, but uh, bow and arrow time, yes. <laughs> Fedra? What did you say? I can't hear you. <laughs> Joking. I'm uh, still playing Loretta, and she can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> Jason? Still playing Jason Boyd, uh, the male nurse, who is probably going to be picking up everyone's pieces and cleaning up the mess. Uh, both player Jason and character Jason are incredibly apprehensive for this session. I do not Fantastic. know if Jason's going to be surviving. <laughs> and Noxicals. I am playing Daisy Silverstone, beloved of sturdy women all over Loveland. And uh, I am frantically chewing on the ends of my hair as Loretta runs off like a lunatic. <laughs> Not like, yes. <laughs> as, as a lunatic. <laughs> Jason, what happened last time? We resume our session in media reds with Officer Shockey interrogating Jason about Livre Divon and where it could be. The two men end up wrestling in the yard and Woodley tries to intercept the others near the back door. Eventually, possibly thanks to Loretta's pacifying words, he leaves them alone. Shockey makes a break for it and sprints off down the street, leaving Woodley to casually get back in the car and pull away. After a little time to recover, the party makes their way back to Matthew's place. On the way, they pass Buckwright hunting supplies and spot Matthew's car parked up. The party sneaks towards the front door and hears snippets of voices talking about Shockey coming from inside a back room. Eventually, 
the party realizes a surveillance camera is trailed on them and they are compelled to enter the store. Gingerly, the party heads into the back room where TVs and corkboards are mounted on the walls. Turns out that both Matthews and Buckwright are members of the Anti-Amphibian Association and believes that the government and certain Lovelanders are in fact lizards. After the party tries to explain what's going on, the Jew resort to belittling them, claiming that the party is of no use to them. Jason, with his smooth talking, however, manages to convince them to talk with actions rather than words. Matthews agrees to head to the construction site and instructs the party to accompany them to keep the frogmen away, while he steals the tunnel for good. As the party arrives at the construction site, they see a gaping void leading underneath Loveland. Standing over Sergeant Cook and Officer Shockey are Woodley and Janice Allen, both bearing slitted yellow eyes. They demand the party hands over Livre Divan. Loretta and Jeremy attempt to buy time and trick them with Sir Harry's journal, but Alan is unconvinced and shoots Shockey in the head, stating that they are not fooling around. Witnessing this causes Loretta to go temporarily deaf, and Jeremy is gripped by panic for his family's safety. The others are shaken as well, but still lucid. Jason has a crazy idea to make the lizard's plan backfire. Loretta, frustrated she can't hear, marches off to snipe at the incoming frogs. As Jeremy considers pursuing her, more tremors can be felt beneath the party's feet. All right, so you've all made your way into the uh, alley leading down uh, the Juliet construction site, or the side of it. And Loretta has just seen the bridge collapse in and has felt the vibrations to the ground and identified them as the gnashing of giant teeth. What are you all doing? Loretta is still in a bout of madness, uh, so identifying that just makes her more determined um, to go ahead and try to resolve the situation. She hasn't heard the plan to return the book, uh, and she's not convinced that her friends have any um, any idea how to fix the situation. So she's taking it in her hands and she's pointedly ignoring Jeremy as she would any other day of the week. <laughs> Jeremy has been, I would say, trying to get her attention. It's one of those cartoonish sequences where I'm pretty sure she has the highest strength stat of any of us. So he's been tugging on sleeves, like running around in front of her and trying to stop her. And she's just barreling through. And he is, I believe the directive uh, from his Battle of Madness is that he had visions of his parents in danger and he's very scared for them. So this gnashing of teeth earthquake probably reminds him a lot of the earthquake that kicked off this scenario um, where his house with his parents in was shaking. So he's very spooked. So let's just imagine him redoubling his efforts uh, to try and tug her back. Because although I desperately want to snipe with a bow and arrow, uh, Jeremy is not quite, um, you know, not quite feeling the bloodlust yet. Noxicals and Jason? So I, I imagine Daisy is doing that thing where somebody sort of hops from foot to foot a little bit like they really need a wee because she's so nervous and so confused and sort of ineffectually, uh, ineffectually making noises along the lines of, uh, maybe we should, um, uh, calm down. Um, maybe we should go back to the castle. Um, and just like desperately wringing her hands and chewing on her hair. <laughs> yeah, I think Jason would also be incredibly torn. He feels like 
he wants to make sure that Daisy's okay because she's the closest and also he can tell that she's the most lucid at the minute whereas the other two are just gallivanting off doing something um he actually takes uh the locket uh out from underneath his his shirt and opens it and looks at his late wife tilly and says tilly tilly please tell me tell me what to do i don't know what to do and uh he also starts like fiddling and trying to smooth his big bushy mustache just to keep keep his hand busy um he he darts back up um to where Shocky's laid on the ground and tries to think of something as Shocky's still in the construction site um mark matthews is outside just sort of in hysterics um buck writes next to him and his eyes are kind of like looking up at you for direction right now I don't think we have a choice, do we, Tilly? No, no, we don't. Daisy, we gotta get them the book. Uh, um, we can't go to the castle without the other two. I mean, Loretta's gonna get herself killed. Oh God. You're right. You're right. But what? What if they kill Matthews as well? What if they start killing more people? Well, well let's get everybody into the cars and go. Uh, you're a nurse. Do no, medical but things. I'm only one man. I haven't got a whole team here or anything. Oh God. Uh, okay. What? Why don't you you get the car started? Maybe try and calm those two lizard people down, and and I'll see if I can get after Jeremy and Loretta and try and guide them back here. You you want me to go and talk to the lizard people? Um, well, I mean, you're an adult; it's your choice. Maybe, maybe that was a bad idea. Maybe, maybe just leave him to it. Actually, yeah, yeah. No, maybe that's the best. No, it's it's okay. That's a decision, and she'll sort of like straighten her spine, and like set her shoulders, and she'll say, "That's a course of action. I can follow a course of action." And she'll march back into the construction site. <laughs> oh, Daisy. <laughs> Daisy's showing us how it's done. God damn. <laughs> um, Jeremy, please roll a strength roll or a fighting brawl, whichever you prefer. We would love to. And Loretta, would you like to make a similar roll? <laughs> do, I, do I get to pick also? Sure. Go for it. You're going to be okay. Jeremy's rolled an 88, uh, which, needless to say, <laughs> is a huge failure on both counts. Uh, I mean, his brawl is 25 unless he's using his sword, and his strength is only 55. So 88 doesn't cut it. Okay. Brawl. Yeah. 53. That is a fail also. You're marching forward, shotgun in hand. The banks of the river are muddy, and you're stepping through puddles. Jeremy's grasping at your shoulder and you step down into this one puddle and you see your reflection in it and you see the reflection of Jeremy but there's another figure reflected in the puddle standing behind both you and Jeremy. This gaunt, skeletal man perhaps wearing these decaying and old clothes eye sockets are empty and there's these black voids that are filling them and 
you can't hear anything. Jeremy isn't making any noise to you, but you hear this. It registers in your mind almost like steel wool being cut with a knife at first, but then it turns into words that you can understand. And you just hear, Bring me the book! Bring me the book. Loretta is already in an angry bout of ma- madness. Um, she turns around really fast, pointing her gun, expecting to see that figure behind her. Does she see it? No. Just Jeremy. You, Jeremy, you watch as Loretta swings a shotgun around, <laughs> aiming behind you. His hands go straight up, nevertheless, because he's, he's very keen on gun safety, and he tries to touch out of the way. She looks around in confusion. Um, but she is on a mission, so she will keep going. Um, okay. They're trying to play tricks. They're trying to stop her, but she knows this is the only way to get them. Very fair. Jeremy, it's pretty quiet here now, um, apart from the sort of ringing of sirens off in the distance. The immediate vicinity is pretty quiet. You just hear the sobbing of Mark Matthews up the alleyway a little ways. Uh, The splotching of Loretta's feet in these puddles. And you hear some disturbance from the water. And you watch one of those similar black shapes emerge. You can see a frogman coming out of the water. It doesn't seem interested in you. It's... It's relatively close, and in its hand is a book of some kind. And you watch as this frog just lobs this book over the construction site wall, and then slowly begins backpedaling into the water and submerging itself. Well, Jeremy uh, hyperventilates first and foremost. There's a lot going on right now. He's haunted by visions of his parents dying in earthquakes. Um, now that's another one of the creatures that was trying to suck his organs out and uh, Loretta's pointing guns at him. So, so yeah, not a great time to be Jeremy. Uh, a lot of visible trembling and uh, maybe a yelp at the sight of the frogman and then muffling it because he doesn't want it to notice him. Um, and he chases after Loretta and he's going to dance around in front of her, heedless of the shotgun, which is no doubt brandishing, um, and really make a concerted effort to try and persuade her uh, that this is not the direction we got to go. And he is he's yammering nonstop uh, about all the people uh, he loves that he's got to save. Um, and he's looking back over her shoulders. Can I see Jason in the distance, like, following us? Or have we, we gone too far by this point? Uh, you've gone too far by this point. The others okay. are out of sight. You can definitely hear them, but you can't see them currently. Well, dang it, I'm going to try and uh, politely but firmly, um, perhaps grasping the shotgun itself... Uh, try and sort of spin Loretta round, using it as a as a crank almost. You know what I mean? As you might, uh, <laughs> as people might turn one of those big levers next to a railroad track to uh, to switch tracks. I'm going to try and and pivot. Roll me a persuasion check, Jeremy. Oh yes, I'm great at this, as we know. <laughs> one day I'm going to play a character with social skills. Today I don't need to. I just got a two. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. If I had to get persuaded, that's an extreme success. Okay. Oh, wow. I actually have wow, that's persuaded. Huh. That's better than Eudora. Prepare <laughs> to get persuaded. <laughs> hey, Loretta, would you roll a Sunday roll with a bonus die for me? Okay. 
Let's see, what's my sanity like at the moment? My sanity is uh, sitting at a 37. Hmm. Oh, there you go. I can't talk. I'm on 39. <laughs> and uh, I failed with the bonus die. Okay. There is something about Jeremy's pleading in front of you that, you know, pauses you for a few moments, but you know exactly what your goal is, and there is nothing that Jeremy is going to be able to do to stop you from achieving it. Oh, man. Loretta is grateful she can't hear his whining. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oof. Uh, before we check back in with Daisy, who is <laughs> running in. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, Jason, what did you say you were doing, sorry? I, I was going to try wandering off to catch up with Jeremy and Loretta and try and coax them back towards the car. You know, away okay. from the pipes and potentially dangerous frogmen and... Yeah. Actually, question from a player perspective. Can I feel any tremors at the minute or is that very much just something that Loretta has, has sensed? Oh, you, you definitely sensed the earthquake. Uh, okay. To you, it was just an earthquake. Um, it, yeah, but even so... Um, I'm very yeah, keen then to get them out. The rumbling has died down now. Uh, we'll say that you make your way around the corner now and see that Jeremy has pushed Loretta's gun out of the side and is trying to sort of turn her away from making her way up this pipe. Okay. Um, so Jason's going to start waving his hands, like big, big hand and arm movements as if to get their attention and start beckoning them back. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy, you you got you got to tell her she can't go down there. We there's don't you feel under the ground those tremors? There could be some more, and they could be more dangerous. It's not safe. Uh, do I spot any of this? Oh yeah, he's made his way out now on his invisible side of you. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, good. Um, then <laughs> I will yell back. She won't listen to me. And there's oh. frogmen. She's she's still Watch deaf, out. right? Of course she's not listening, but that's she can't help that. We, she's we got to... a gun. Come and help. Are you guys screaming? Uh, oh, I'm yeah. trying to flank these. We've got to ruining your stealth mission. I can't even well, to be fair, you don't know that. Tell <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To you, be you, fair, you will be her death. No, no, no. Okay, let's be fair. Jeremy has just seen uh, a horrible frogman emerge only a few meters away and didn't want to catch his attention at the time. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna recant all of that if that's okay, because that was very stupid. And Jeremy isn't that stupid. Um, let's say oh. it's a, a lot of gestures, a lot of waving, shaking head, pointing at her gun and then beckoning. You both can um, try and <clears throat> detain her if you want. <laughs> Loretta's pretty detain. damn strong though. <laughs> <laughs> Did you detain. bring your handcuffs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's attempt it. Let's at least try and get her gun off her, right? Oh, that could go very badly though. To yeah, be that could. Let, let's not do that, maybe. <laughs> I only well, have a danger. Uh, maybe you could mm. just, uh, you know, help her. <laughs> just get out the damn way. <laughs> I mean, I do have bandages, um, 
It's always helpful. You mean if she peppers us with uh, pellets, we're going to be okay? <laughs> well, no, I was thinking more if we need to restrain her, like if the worst comes to the worst, like bandages, right? <laughs> oh, that's worse. a better plan. No, I like that. <laughs> we'll just wrap her up like a mummy as she's walking. She won't even notice. Okay, I haven't got that many bandages. <laughs> Frogmen will be cool if they think she's a mummy. All of the monsters are in it together. Yes, <laughs> Should we just try and grab her by one shoulder each and make well, one last attempt? Jason's going to try and go more softly, softly, rather than, you know, yank her away. He's going to try and kind of with op open hands and just calming gestures, try and get closer to her. Um, even if there is a gun, like a barrel of a gun, <laughs> right, kind of close up to him. Um, he's going to try and mouth as openly as possible and slowly as possible so she can see what he's trying to say. Um, which is, we need to get out, it's not safe. Loretta, I will give you a push roll for your sanity, if you oh would God. like it. But, uh, if mm -hmm. there is a fail here, there is zero chance of you recovering from this and you are going to do what you're going to do. Sounds like a win-win. <laughs> Rolling bones. Yep, that is a double fail. Woo! Okay. Hey. Loretta's bringing us down, everyone. <laughs> Don't forget Daisy, she's uh, contributing. Yeah, Daisy. <laughs> Let's switch over with you. Okay. So, I'm marching in. I'm setting my face like I'm about to go into a serious business meeting. I'm marching okay. up to the edge of the sort of foundation bit where the frogmen are with uh, with their captive. Uh, and I'm saying uh, out loud, I need some reassurances from you if we're going to go and get your goddamn book. Yes, Daisy. Yes, Daisy. Yes. <laughs> and I'll give a little wink um, to Brandine. <laughs> Brandine's facing the other direction, but I bet she would feel it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, she knows. The wink penetrates the back of her skull. Yeah. Ow, that sounds painful. She's killed instantly. Maximum damage. It looks good kill. Um, Terry Woodley looks up towards you, or at least whatever is Terry Woodley currently, looks up towards you, still brandishing the firearm, and is just pointing it down at the head of... Brandine stares at you while after you finish saying this there's probably like five seconds of silence as he's just staring at you his eyes yellow and slitted set my jaw and I'll say you could shoot her anytime you wanted while we go and get that book you could shoot her after we bring that book back if you want us to get what you want and I know damn well you can't go get it yourself then you need to give us something in return or do you want to march down to the cellar with the strange symbol that'll probably burn your damn skin off? What is it you want? Let the captive go. At that point, you see a book fly over the wall and land down in the construction site. Land on Sergeant Cook's head. She's killed instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sergeant. <laughs> Janice Allen, or whatever it is, walks over and picks it up. As it lands in the bit where they are? Yeah. Sort of flips flips it over, looking at the cover and the spine. 
and then walks towards the tunnel and just tosses it down into the tunnel. What did the did it look like the 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 Libra Devon? Um, no, it did not. Livre Devon. Like that. <laughs> Livre Devon. The Livre Devon. <laughs> yeah, we have to pronounce it correctly. Um, <laughs> it had a, a blue cover and okay. it looked old, but wasn't not the, right the book one. that you were. Uh, no. I wonder if the frog dudes are like rescuing all the books that the scouts are pouring into the river. It seems like a weird Rube Goldberg device of uh, infected people, right? These kids are stealing children, random yeah, books. The children pour the books in on the bridge. <laughs> and the, yeah, the frog's just trying to help, you know, clean up the river. Oh, and yeah. at the end, you get a fried egg, but it's very inefficient. <laughs> Terry Woodley says, There is no chance of that. What about if you swapped her place with me? <gasps> the ultimate sacrifice. This is so romantic. And uh, Daisy will mutter under her breath. Loretta better be as goddamn gun crazy as I think she is. <laughs> <laughs> he pauses for a few moments and slowly nods his head. Okay. I'll glance down into the pit. Do I think that Sergeant Cook still has any weapons attached to her or anything? Or have they, they've stripped her sidearm and what have you? Yeah, it looks like she's been disarmed. Okay. Alright, so I'll say, I come down, she goes up. She'll go find my friends, they'll go get your book. Agreed? He nods slowly. Okay. So... I will start climbing down the ladder into the pit. Okay. You're watching this whole time, obviously. Um, Terry kneels down next to the kneeling Brandine Cook and begins, begins whispering. And Brandine straightens her back, stands up, and turns around and begins walking in your direction. He's got normal eyes, right? <laughs> Her eyes are black, dilated oh. to the point where you can't see the whites. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, fuck. And she is sobbing. What have you done to her eyes? This isn't letting her go if you've still got something in her. Harry trains his gun on you. Go on, shoot me. You can shoot us any time you like. You won't get your book. Take it out of her. He begins sort of walking forward towards you. I'll set my shoulders and try and stand up to him. I don't think I'm very tall, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you make up for it in sheer cojones. Right? I, I think I'm into Daisy now. Is, is that a problem? <laughs> uh, well, are you a hefty woman? <laughs> Sadly not. Because <laughs> I'll have to love her from afar. <laughs> As the sergeant passes you, Daisy... She says, I'm sorry, Daisy, I have to go. I, I can't. You should leave too. Get out of here. Go and help them outside. Kill left. I can't. Okay. So is Brandine still marching past me? Yeah, she's like started climbing up the ladder now. As she tries to pass me, if I put an arm out to sort of stop her going, does she like resist? Or does she stop as though she's like hit a wall or something? She... Stops for a few moments, sort of looking at you. And there's this moment of recognition, you know, she 
is still there. Yeah. But there's a sudden, like, a return to her desire to climb out of here and she continues and pushes past you. This isn't the deal. She's not free. You for her. And he'll step remarkably close, pointing the gun at you and point to the centre of the construction site. I'm not kneeling for you until you let her go. Shoot me. Die here in your little puddle. Let's cut back over with the rest of the group. God damn. Mm. What are the three of you doing? I feel like I've been uh, walking towards my sniping point for a while now, so I'm hoping I'll be there soon. <laughs> with Jeremy yeah. just attached to your leg. <laughs> no wonder. Are you going you through the pipe? <laughs> yes. Okay. You begin crawling your way up through the pipe, and you can hear a familiar... No, you cannot. You cannot hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> Someone's about to get hit with a book. Yeah. <laughs> Noretta's killed instantly. <laughs> um, God damn. Well, Jeremy's just staring uh, at Jason like, do we, do we follow her? We can't just leave her here. I'm so scared for my parents. What do we do? Can we both get in the pipe together or is it going to be too narrow? Too intimate. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have you'd have to <laughs> to into it. You'd have to go one after the other. It's quite quite narrow, but an, you can crawl through it fairly easily. We're gonna have yeah. to keep a keep an eye on her. Maybe we can get her away some some other way. Where where is Daisy? She's oh. why didn't why isn't she with you? They, did they get her? No no um. I, I suggested that maybe she calm them down, and she seemed very keen to do so. She I'm, what? I'm I'm not thinking straight. None of us are. No. Okay. Um. You went I... this way, and and we need the book, and yeah, someone no, just died. Right. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, I really need to go find my folks. Um, I don't have a car or anything, and what what are we gonna do when Loretta shoots someone? She's halfway up the pipe. I can't. I, all right, all come right. on, let's go, let's go, and I start going down the pipe. <laughs> okay, Jeremy will follow. Okay then, you guys will be in the most useless position you can be. And we're just gonna for get the beginning of kicked. this fight scene. Yeah, it's gonna be the best. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what else to do. I dive in the river. You haven't bought an arrow, you could help, but no. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to come up the pipe to access the building site, right? What am I going to do? Go back around. Ah, I'm not going to get there before you start shooting stuff. Oh, yeah, no. If, if there isn't, stop me, just help me. Just checking, Keeper. <laughs> there isn't like a climbable wall or something, like any other way of getting a, a view into this construction site. A handy tree, perhaps? There, There is a wall, but the sort of, the bank that presses up against it and then um, raises up. It, it's a fairly significant climb. Mm. Um, and, so you uh, could definitely try it, but it would be a harder level of success required. 
just looking at my character sheet here, I do have some climb stats, but uh, is the top of this wall, what's the situation? We're we talking barbed wire, uh, convenient, uh, prefabricated sniper nest. Like, what am I, what can I expect? <laughs> it's a ghillie, ghillie nest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. um, yeah, barbed wire. Uh, not like particularly sharp barbed wire, like razor wire or anything, but... Um... Okay, I mean... Much as I want to just commando it, um, I can't realistically imagine being able to climb this wall in a hurry, quietly, and then just somehow perch on top despite the barbed wire and get a decent shot off with my bow and arrow. Like, just, I, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't allow it if I was keeping. I'm gonna crawl up this pipe totally uselessly, but uh, once they've killed you two, uh, Jeremy's gonna pop out and uh, <laughs> lay them to waste. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, you do seem very sure of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that Jeremy, you think crawling up behind Loretta in this pipe, or climbing the wall, you probably have about. It'd take you an equal amount of time, climbing the wall as entering through the pipe, or as running around back to the street and then entering through the main way. All three are like would probably take the similar length of time. Wait for the prearranged symbol uh, signal, which is Loretta going bang, 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 bang. <laughs> That's really useful information. In fairness, that is great info. Uh, sorry, I don't want to cut across, Jason. Are you still following Loretta, or are you changing your mind? Um, I mean, given you've all kind of discussed that almost like a little bit meta, yeah, J Jason it, is trying to make a decision, and he thinks he has to go after Loretta and try and protect her. That's very okay. fair. I, I maybe this is metagamey, but uh, I'm picturing Jeremy like since this is a crawly pipe. Clearly, it takes a bit of time to crawl up it if there's enough time to run back round. I'm picturing Jeremy hopping from foot to foot and panicking as you two slowly disappear up this pipe, um, and then just deciding there's no point being the third person crammed into a single file pipe and uh, sprinting back round to the front entrance, uh, where he assumes Daisy is safe and sound, and they can come up with a plan. Okay. So, Loretta, you make your way out the side of the pipe. Would you like to roll a stealth roll for me? Or are you just barging in? Um, I was planning on doing neither. I was plan planning to stay, like, as soon as I have clear sight, line of sight, I was going to shoot before exiting oh, the wow. pipe. Very fun. So that I don't have to roll a stealth check, you see? <laughs> yeah, for sure. What uh, is worth, Keeper? Daisy is trying to keep her eyes open for some sign of anything at the pipe. Okay. Without being too yeah. obvious about it. She's not just, like, constantly <laughs> glancing over Woodley's shoulder. <laughs> How are you guys doing in uh, that pipe? Give me a shout. I'd say since um, <laughs> Loretta didn't roll a stealth check, it, it's not like she's making a ton of noise, but there's a fairly obvious shotgun and person in the pipe uh, and the shotgun is aimed directly at Terry Woodley now. You can see Terry Woodley is walking over slowly with a gun drawn on Daisy Loretta and Brandine Cook, the sergeant, is making her way out of the construction site currently. If, if Daisy sees the shotgun and Loretta, she starts like redoubling her aggression like I want his eyes on me. Okay. Smart. All right. 
If I can make enough noise to make the receptionist start looking over this way as well, I will. Okay. Give me some kind of social role. Got persuade? Does that sound fair? Yeah, I'll take that. Got it a whole 40. Oof. Mm. Not bad. Oh, that's a 21. That's. Oh, shall yes. I make it hard? Should I spend luck and make it hard? Might be worth, be worth it. it. Yeah, do, do, spending do. one luck. That is a hard success. You watch as both of their attention immediately is glued on you, and Janice Allen begins sort of stepping forward in your direction. Uh, Loretta, you can see both of these uh, creatures, whatever exactly they are, whoever killed Shockey, are firmly set on moving towards your friend, Daisy, currently. Uh, if you'd like to make a roll, you certainly can with a bonus die. Nice. Um, which one of them looks more threatening? Uh, Terry Woodley has a weapon, right? Yeah, correct. And uh, Janice doesn't? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I don't have any points in firearms. So... <laughs> what? So really? determined, so incompetent. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's more in determination than anything else. Yeah, this show is not going to go well, guys. You do have a bonus die. Okay, I'm going for Terry Woodley. Get him. Okay. I believe in you. I rolled a. I do. (laughs) I rolled a 19 out of 25. Hell yeah! Oh my god! I take that back. Very well done. The damage on that, I believe, at this range would be 2d6. Ew. All right. Can I have another d6, please? Sure can. Come on. Big money. That's five damage. Very fun. The shotgun blast goes off, and you strike Terry Woodley in the back. And, oh, that's exactly half his hit points. Ah. He's bloody. Oh. Major wound. Major wound. And he falls to the ground unconscious you watch as skin goes flying from his back daisy almost rippling out and he begins peeling as he falls like a meaty banana <laughs> oh my god underneath this human exterior is a scaly reptilian form as he falls to the ground uh, with this hole in his back uh, I think I'll roll. Have you roll a Sunday roll for me? Wait, you aren't currently I mean, about a matter. This so. sounds like something Daisy sees every day of the week. Someone peeling like a meaty <laughs> banana. Come on, Daisy. It's not right. your type. No. <laughs> oh, no meaty bananas for Daisy. No meaty bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make any assumptions. Right, here we go. Fifty-eight sanity. That is a nineteen, so I pass. But I'm assuming there's a loss regardless. <laughs> uh, the loss is going to be uh, no zero. You are oh, wow. okay with that? Oof. It is something she says every day. <laughs> yeah, she's determined. She already knew deep down. Oh, this oh is not God. new information for her. Can yes. I grab his gun? It drops to the ground. You definitely can. Uh, his gun is it? It is a thirty-eight revolver. Oh bums! Because I've got some points in shotgun, but I have nothing in handgun. <laughs> 
Well, don't look a gift okay. gun in the mouth. This I'm is already going a lot anyway. better than I expected. Oh, I don't know. It's not my favourite brand. Can I sellotape it to a piece of wood and pretend it's a rifle? <laughs> <laughs> you most certainly can. So I think... <laughs> do, do you have sellotape on you? <laughs> oh, of course. I'm pretty I'm sure it's in the character sheet. <laughs> yeah. Just like rope. Fantastic. So... Loretta has blasted Terry Woodley. Terry Woodley is down. Uh, I think we're going to have to enter combat now because it seems like we're moving forward into this quite rapidly. Jeremy. Mm. It <laughs> is going to take you about the rest of your turn to get back to the front and then you'll be able to enter through the gate and into the construction site on your next turn. But the strange thing is that as you turn the corner... Uh, making your way past Mark Matthews, there is an immediate blast, but you also notice the police sergeant exiting the construction site, sobbing. Hmm. Well, that's weird. What happened? Did Loretta manage to kill them all in one shot and Brandine's run off? This doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think Jeremy is going to swerve off and head towards her. Um, okay. what, what happened? Sergeant Cook, did they let you go? What's going on? She looks at you and there's tears falling down her face, but her eyes are entirely black. And she Whoa. just says, go, get, get out of here. Leave. Uh, yeah, Jeremy will. Um, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. He'll trip over his feet and, and sprint back. No, he's, he's not leaving. Um, but clearly things are not kosher but that that's one hostage nominally saved so things are looking up um and he's gonna run back uh towards the construction site okay exceptional that will then bring us on to janice allen oh no mm. oh, boy. her eyes dart back and forward between daisy and the shotgun pointing out of the <laughs> the pipe and seeing what the immediate threat is, she is going to... Can I ask? Um, obviously, what? I can't see all of this. Uh, maybe I can. Uh, Mark Matthews and um, his friend... Parkride. Parkride. Uh, have they woken up from this and are trying to help us, or are they still...? Uh, you'll find that out in a few moments. Okay. Oh man, these guys are going to explode into lizards or something. <laughs> just a load of frogs spawn in a trench coat. I knew it. <laughs> Janice Allen is going to rush you, Loretta, as she's sprinting across the construction site. You can watch the exterior of her body slowly begin peeling away as underneath a reptilian form is beginning to show. She gets down sort of and begins attacking you in the pipe she's just going to try and let's say that you watch her jaw the human jaw that is slowly beginning to peel off begin to dislocate and there is this disgusting clicking noise as her mouth opens beyond what is definitely humanly possible revealing a two-fanged reptilian snake mouth below as she is going to try and bite down at you. Now, uh, would you like to fight back or <laughs> somehow Boy, dodge? In a would I love being able to scooch backwards now? 
Um, I, I, oh, I might be right. able to help with that in a second. <laughs> After I get bitten in the face. This is something I've heard my buddy yell about in Counter-Strike when your teammates block you from behind. <laughs> yeah. God. I guess my uh, only option is to fight back. I can't really dodge, so... You're just... You're like an hors d'oeuvre. You're just served up in a pipe. Yep. Like a sushi roll. Um... Cool. I will try to fight back, I suppose. Okay. Uh, I got 21, I... a regular success. Okay, can I use my um, shotgun to smack? Certainly can. Okay. So I need 20 or lower. That's a 91. Oh my gosh. So... Uh, ouch. Yeah. Wow. Latching down over your shoulder you feel these teeth sink down into you. Uh, I'll have you roll a constitution roll as well as you feel something begin pulsing through the teeth and begin burning the flesh underneath. Got it. Oh, that is a, an extreme success. <laughs> okay. Wow, fantastic. Uh, you only take two points of damage from this piercing and manage to butt Janice's face or whatever this lizard thing's face is away from you so you are only just nicked by the teeth and don't actually uh, have any of the poison from its mouth enter your system at all. Loretta's determined. She is. No joke. <laughs> Daisy, you see your friend being bared down upon by this strange lizard creature um, and the body of that lizard creature in front of you but you hear like audible breathing even though it's a fair distance from you coming from that tunnel that will bring us on then to your turn okay so does Terry Woodley Asaurus look like he's about to get up uh there's definitely movement to the torso, like breathing, but he hasn't moved. Okay. And how far away is uh, the pipe from where I am? Uh, probably about 20 metres or so. 20 metres. Okay. In which case, I will look down at Terry Woodley, briefly point the gun at his head, and I'll lift my hands up and hold them together to try and steady my aim, and I will shout... Leave her alone, you bitch! And I will start pumping <laughs> the trigger. <laughs> okay. Are you going to do three? You can do three shots, can't you? Flare the flare the hammer or whatever it is. Yeah, three shots, but that's with a... Each one of them is uh, with a minus. Is that right? If he's unconscious, I don't think you need to roll. No, I'm not trying to shoot him. I'm trying to Janice. shoot... Janet. Oh, I thought you were shooting at Terry and being like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> well, if he looked like he was moving, I was going to try and coup de gras him in the head. But, you know, he's, doesn't he, he doesn't seem to be moving and you appear to be being eaten. So Did, Didn't Brayden say he was moving a bit? Breathing. He's breathing, but not oh, okay. moving. We can allow that. Uh, he lives for now. Okay. So <laughs> you roll three, three rolls with a penalty die to each roll. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so the first one fails, that's a 40 is the best. Uh, the second one... Oh, you 
bastard. That's a zero five and a ninety-five. No. Like the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Okay. And the last one. Come on. Nope. <laughs> 68 and 78. Uh, ineffectually fire bullets vaguely in the direction of the snake lady. Yeah. They strike the wall next to it and uh, there's dirt and stone flying everywhere. Uh, Loretta, you're lucky you can't hear this because this would be terrifying. <laughs> 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 You're probably deaf, deaf and Jason firing a shotgun inside a metal pipe as well. I was going to ask yeah. on my turn about yeah. that, yes. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> you knew what um, was going to happen. I did not hold myself responsible for any of this. <laughs> I'm so it actually is the pipe's fault, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone ends a scenario deaf, that's what we're aiming for. Uh, yes. Yeah. We are going to pick up next time in the middle of this intense fight scene uh jason it is your turn to action next <laughs> so think about uh what you want to do in the week that we have between games <laughs> enough time let them see behind the curtain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that, unfortunately, brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Hal, Phaedra, Jason, and Noxkills. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash right. We'll be back shortly to discuss what exactly is going on in Beyond the Madness, which is a show for our cult elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind the scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsareright.com. Come and join us. And just a reminder that if you like what you're hearing, this intense battle, uh, it's available for purchase right now. Find it through our website. And also, if you're working on your own homebrew, get in touch with us. We'd love to help you bring your stories to life. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. <laughs> <laughs>